This is the Happily Living Podcast, where we discuss how to better ourselves by developing routines that set us up for a better existence, uncovering deeper connections with nature, and growing awareness, leaving you with a new relationship between you and the world. Let's get into it. The winter season is a great time to spend with the ones you love. This season, we talk about how you can be more eco-friendly at gift-giving, hosting, and finding ways we can be more intuitively connected with ourselves and still find ways to spend time with the ones we love. Especially during these winter months, our levels of serotonin and dopamine production are greatly reduced, and that shows the correlation between seasonal depression and the wintertime. And the wintertime can be harder for some people and enjoyable for others, so I want to dedicate this episode to both. And as we get cold, it can be very energy draining. And with that being said, a lot of the things that we want to do are typically reduced to being indoors. Areas of warmth and comfort, which takes away our ability to be more in contact with nature. And as I've said in previous episodes, nature provides us an abundance in ways we can lower our stress, anxiety, and yes, even raising those productions of dopamine and serotonin levels. And ways we can implement this during the holiday season is by creating eco-friendly and sustainable choices in various ways. Anywhere from gift giving, hosting, and even in times of making plans to stay connected. As Christmas gets closer, or really any holiday you celebrate, plastic production is heavily implemented in our everyday lives during this time. And this can be from disposable plates, utensils, fake trees, tinsel, any type of garland, plastic straws for your drinks from Starbucks, or even wrapping paper and plastic packaging. As we get quote-unquote connected with people, we deep down feel more alone than ever. It's because we lose the ability to be in tune with our bodies and we feel bloated and lethargic all the time and having to worry about little things like being ego-friendly can be stressful and on the low totem pole of priorities. But if you prioritize it as much as you do holiday decorations and buying gifts for others, I'm sure you are more than capable to press buy on the gifts that make a difference. Make an impact this season that can not only be a resource for grounding, but also increasing our mental clarity and immunity health. If you are new to this channel, I am Gabrielle Brown. I am your host. I am very excited for you as you begin your journey here with us, living more eco-conscious, and creating a future for generations to come. All right, let's get into it. In this episode, I'm gonna break it down into many different categories. The first category is about decoration. Now, I come from a family that heavily decorates for every holiday, like a big emphasis, especially Christmas. Now, if you don't celebrate Christmas, but you have a different religious holiday, or even cherishing these times around family and loved ones, there are many different activities that we can do that will boost our mental health and lower our carbon footprint on the environment. One of these being neighborhood lights. Growing up, we would always drive around and look at everyone's decorations, but an even better idea that I have is to walk. And you're like, (laughs) no thanks, I'll pass. I understand, here's the thing, listen. Park your car, grab a huge mug of hot cocoa, bundle up for the weather, grab your dog, If you don't have a pet, grab your loved ones and walk yourself around and experience the whole light show on foot. It creates a lot more mental clarity and 
and more of a tradition and you make a whole night out of it and it's just so much more enjoyable than you realize, than you could possibly realize. If you live in the neighborhood, you can always leave your car at home and just do a loop back around. And if you don't, you just park your car and then you just make a loop back around. There are just all kinds of different ways that you can create an alternative while getting into the holiday spirit. And I honestly think that sounds so wonderful. I'm actually going to do that this weekend. And I love getting to walk Umi too. Umi is my boyfriend's family's dog. She is a Leon burger. She is huge. Big fan of the cold weather. She has such a thick coat of fur. But if your dog doesn't like the cold as much, like my sister's dog Oberon, he, he can't handle the cold. So we put a little coat on him. But before we had a coat... We used one of my sister's scarves. We'd wrap him up in it, and he was happy as a clam. Like, he had a scarf. He was ready to go. Like, come on, peeps. Like, what are we waiting for? And it's just so enjoyable. They get to go on a walk. You get to go on a walk. You get to experience things. You get to have conversations with family or loved ones. You get to do an activity, a free activity. We love that. And you just get to reconnect with yourself and and nature. Like, I know for a lot of people that doesn't sound interesting, but if you can't make a night out of that, I can't help you. (laughs) And I hope that my listeners aren't those kind of people. Now, as we all know, or at least hopefully know, there are activities anywhere from ice skating to even going out and getting a real tree, but not like Christmas vacation. We're not, you know, hopping under a semi and going to a forest and chopping down a tree. Okay, we are getting live pine trees that actually come from farms. Therefore, they're very beneficial to the environment. And you can make a whole holiday tradition with your loved ones in getting a Christmas tree. It can be a very special, a very fun activity. And as studies have shown, by going out and getting a live Christmas tree, your dopamine and serotonin levels that are lower during the winter months are actually boosted while doing this activity, just the simple act of going to get a real Christmas tree, this can happen. Now, it also clears mental fatigue and it lowers seasonal sadness and anxiety. And these are very similar effects that you have brought out in you when you have a live tree in your home. And we'll talk about that further in the episode, but getting a real tree provides an array of environmental benefits as well. And you may be like, okay cool. All right, I'm going to tell you what they are, if you didn't know. You better, you better hold on to your socks, my peeps. As each tree provides a carbon sink, they also emit fresh oxygen. And you're like, yeah, we know that. Okay. Tree farms during the period of growth can increase the stability of the soil. It stabilizes the sedimentation. Okay. The foundation at which the trees are on is actually stabilized. So during the time of downpour, you don't have a lot of runoff and sedimentation going down the hill because a lot of these trees protect green space. And this green space is typically on hillsides that farms aren't able to actually use. And so the whole functionality of tree farms bring a wide raise of benefits and protections and it also protects water supplies it gives us a source of fresh water you may be like "Mm, bro i don't know if i believe you on that one how could it possibly give us a source of fresh water they actually reduce the levels of water runoff during downpour but they also provide filtration which therefore provides fresh water that runs into the rivers which then 
benefits many rivers because they're polluted, and so it provides the cycling of fresh water that enables oxygenation, which we've talked about. It's the production of oxygen in the water, and this promotes population growth for various plants that live in the rivers and various fish species that live in the rivers. And then it even indirectly promotes population growth in mammals that are surrounding these rivers that constantly are directly affecting and using these rivers, whether it's for a source of water, whether it's for a source of habitat, whether it's for a source of food, they are positively affected by all of this through just tree farms. And these tree farms, not to mention they temporarily, while they're growing, provide shelter for squirrels, birds, various other little critters, and these tree farms are family operated through the act of Christmas tree shopping, you can support these small businesses. That was a mouthful, you guys. That was a mouthful. I had to write it down. (laughs) Because it's so insane that tree farms alone actually provide all of these environmental benefits that we would have never thought of. I mean, especially if you didn't listen to this podcast, you probably didn't even know. There's some things that I didn't even know. And it's so awesome. Like, Not to mention many of these farms, because they're man-developed, it doesn't contribute to deforestation. These trees are meant to grow to be housed for Christmas time. And now a lot of places like California are renting out Christmas trees and then therefore they'll plant them later so they don't chop them down. So either is beneficial. Obviously, the second, the latter version is more beneficial, but both are great both are great and obviously living in Michigan we don't have that quite yet but just choosing the fresh live tree over fake trees is so much more beneficial and they provide holiday cheer during the seasons and afterwards for disposal there are many different ways to go about it okay I know that our neighborhood specifically has a company that will pick them up off of our curb if you don't have that, you can even chop it up and use it for, let's say, compost. We talked about compost before. Or maybe you're wanting your house to smell like fresh pine after the holidays. You can cut the needles off and use them for a wide array of things to use around the house. So that could be like filling it with um, white distilled vinegar, have it sit for three to six weeks, And then once it goes from clear to a a yellow-brown, you could start using it to clean your house from countertops to bathrooms and even windows. And you may be like, ugh, yellow-brown? Like, that (laughs) that looks gross. Like, that looks like it's gone bad. Like, I don't know. Like, that must hold a lot of bacteria. Here's the thing. Not only is this a super accessible option, but pine needles contain antibacterial properties, which is perfect for a cleaning product. I love this idea because it's cheap, like next to nothing, and it's a cleaner version of household products compared to, you know, Lysol or Clorox or any of the others that have toxic ingredients in them, that this is an option that can provide just as good of a job. Not to mention, as I mentioned it, if you don't have an air purifier in your home, as many do not, the cleaning products, it is said, that the air that we breathe in our homes is more toxic than outside due to all of the cleaning products and fragrance items we use inside. This is a huge deal, you guys. A huge deal, because when it comes to you being inside all of the time during the winter, 
you're being affected by that. Like take a second to ponder on that. Now, I wasn't going to I wasn't going to dive into this concept, but I feel that it is on topic, so I'll care to share it with you guys. Fragrance is huge when it comes to our health. It's huge. I stopped using Bath and Body Works years ago because the amount of fragrance that is in our products is a huge reason why so many people have an imbalance in hormones, both male and female, and fragrance has been shown to decrease the production of our testosterone both male and female, and even disrupt estrogen levels. That is why I'm such a huge advocate when it comes to natural products like homemade cleaning supplies and soy candles made with essential oils. They have so much better alternatives out there for us, like with good smellies that are created through a cocktail of essential oils, and they they smell so much better without altering my health and create acne issues for myself. Yes, acne. If you have hormonal acne or are told that you have onset adult acne, maybe look into what you're surrounding yourself with at home and what you put on your body because even soaps and lotions are absorbed into our skin and fragrances that are found in these affect us as well. So support small businesses and yourselves by being eco-friendly and pro-health peeps. (laughs) but I digress so back to pine needles and the end of the season for your tree like I said you can use it for composting cleaning products but you can also chop up the wood and put it in your fireplace and cut up the leaves and use the pine needles for bath bombs candles the list is so long you guys they can be used for fire starters like kindling they can be used for mulch in the spring they can make be made for homemade soaps or even brewing tea They are even used for soothing foot baths and making potpourri. Like with all of this information, I hope that you can now see all of the wonderful benefits, both mentally and environmentally, that picking out a live Christmas tree has. And how it allows us to make an experience, a tradition out of it, to reconnect with nature during these colder months. According to Mental Health America, every year in the U.S. alone, 5% of the population experience SAD, or Seasonal Affective Disorder, or also known as Seasonal Depression. And the statistic for women is much higher. It's every four out of five women are affected. Now, that doesn't surprise me at all. Um, I don't want to categorize women, but I do feel that we tend to get into the holiday spirit a lot more than others. And with that being said, I hope that these alternatives and opportunities that I bring during these months will truly benefit you guys and help with the seasonal affective disorder. Now, I know for me, just hearing about having a nice hot cup of hot cocoa and walking the dog and going to see the neighborhood lights and making a whole night about making a whole night out of it gets me so excited. But maybe you don't love the cold. Maybe that's not your thing. Maybe you want to do something inside. That's totally okay. That's totally okay. I do have things that I want to talk about and address with cold and how it can benefit us, but I do have some alternatives for those who want to stay inside. Now, doing something inside, I kind of have an idea that kind of goes both, you know, still getting outside, but still doing something inside. So, um, for example, like going outside and taking Obi on a walk and I'll pick up pine cones, I'll pick up berries, whatever, and then I'll use that as decorations in the tree or for garland or for coffee table or even for the mantle 
and that's doing something inside but it also has to be done like I have to get it outside so it's kind of like a hand-in-hand type of thing but you know being outside is a part of the thing you know being outside is going to happen regardless and I know that not a lot of people enjoy that but there's very good reasons as to why we should get more into it I also love what my mom does every year and she slices up oranges and places them in her dehydrator. You can do this and you can put it in your oven and it works. And then she hangs them up on a string as garland and this adds a pop of color to her house. Not only that, but afterwards you can use it as, but it's so simple and beautiful and just an easy resourceful way to bring color into your home. Now it is a form of color therapy. You know, that is something that we will discuss more in the next episode, Um, but color therapy is essentially a way that we can bring color into our life during the dormant times that winter has, and it really benefits us mentally because we feel that through the season of dormancy, there's a major drop in amount of colors that are present in our everyday lives comparatively to, you know, fall or springtime. Now... Moving forward, our mental health is extremely important, you guys, and clearly I emphasize that a lot through this podcast, through many previous podcasts. Um, As stated in the beginning, you know, serotonin and dopamine level productions aren't as high as they are throughout the year, but by coming up with ways that we can connect with nature, we can ultimately reduce that seasonal sadness by half, by half, just by connecting with nature. And there's a quote that I want to bring out to you guys that is from a book that I'm currently reading that I absolutely love. It's called Gut Feelings. It's by Dr. Will Cole. He addresses the impact of cold weather on our well-being and how it can actually be beneficial to our vagus nerve. Now, if you're not familiar, our vagus nerve is the main nerve in our parasympathetic nervous system, which I will abbreviate to PNS. Um, it's what controls our immune system, digestive system, and our heart rate. So there are ways that you can create a healthy and proper functioning vagus nerve, and that is by reconnecting with nature. Why is it always reconnecting with nature? It's always reconnecting with nature. And exposing yourself to colder temperatures is also a huge, huge thing that affects your functioning vagus nerve. Now, many of you will say you don't look forward to the winter months, you don't like the cold, the cold isn't your thing, you hate the snow, none of it's your thing. I get that. I completely understand. I'm in no way trying to disregard or devalidate your feelings. But let me tell you something. There was a time, and I mentioned this before in the beginning of my episodes, if you recall, where I absolutely hated working out. I despised it. Now I go all the time because it helps my anxiety, it allows me to feel productive, I have higher energy levels, and it even helps me sleep better. It's not like I'm remembering all these benefits that I get from it. I actually feel it. I feel all the benefits. I feel great, and I love going. Change can be uncomfortable. It can be unwanted, but it also can be exactly what you need. What we want is not always in alignment with what we need, and by easing our way into cold exposure, we can make it more enjoyable, more fun for us, like taking part in activities with our loved ones and doing things outside. Now, I haven't told you the quote yet, so you may not be sold on the idea. So let me share that with you. 
By stimulating the vagus nerve, therefore increasing the PNS activity, studies provide proof to the massive benefits that come out of cold exposure, such as reducing depression and anxiety. And as we discussed, these are highly prevalent during the colder months because many people can't bring themselves to go outside and get fresh air and sunlight and cold exposure. This can be a dramatic shift to your mental health and your overall way of life as you continue each year with a new perspective and quality of your life. And it really is that easy, you guys. Paying for ice barrels or cryotherapy sessions can be out of the budget. So why not make it more enjoyable by getting together with your loved ones and making a holiday tradition out of it? Like, if you can't tell, I am very excited for this weekend. Switching gears, we're going to discuss how we can be more eco-friendly with gift giving this year. Many people give gifts to others that, you know, we don't even use. We use it one time. Like, very, very much gifts that just aren't necessary. So why not give others what everyone could use that could low-key make your day? And I already know what you're going to say when I tell you what these gifts are. But just listen. Just hear me out, okay? For one, I would be so happy if I got these gifts. For two... They're actually on my Christmas list. And three, sometimes people don't even get them themselves what they could actually be benefited by and impacted by, no matter how small it is, right? So I'll tell you what they are. Anything from papaya reusable cotton towels to metal straws or even bamboo straws for my friends that believe metal has a weird taste to it. I even recommend gift wrapping this year in newspaper or better yet, the reusable cotton bags that you can find on Amazon. And, you know, when you get these gift bags, like with your gifts in them, you can reuse those gift bags to re-gift next year. It's just very much eco-friendly, very much sustainable. You can find them on Amazon, like I said, but also make sure to look for companies that aren't from China. They aren't, you know, paying next to nothing for exploited labor and use not legitimate or eco-friendly resources for their their materials you know you want to make sure that it's found in the U.S. or that it's sustainably friendly and they're paying people to make this because that's what we should do I'll drop a ton of leaks in the caption so you guys can kind of look at what I'm talking about let's talk about the big ticket item okay plastic plastic that comes out of my mouth like Christmas comes out of the Grinch's mouth okay Plastic trees, plastic decor, using plastic utensils, um, plastic Tupperware. It's such a big thing during the holidays and it's time for a switch up. Why surround ourselves with something that actually harms our health and the health of the environment in which the environment is the reason that we are still alive? If you can't tell through all of these episodes, it's the reason we are living, we are thriving, we are still here, okay? We need to be the bigger sibling when it comes to taking care of our environment. We need to be the one to stand up for it. That's not weird. That's not silly. That's actually very smart. Okay? And it should be one of the biggest priorities in our lives. And I hope you can see that because everything I talk about on this podcast, in future podcasts, in previous episodes, it's all related to this. With plastic trees, they are created burning fossil fuels, destroying our atmosphere, and they only last for five to ten years, if that, and then are thrown away, okay? 
Whereas supporting Christmas tree farms, we support small businesses. We bring nature into our home, especially for little ones experiencing their very beginning years of Christmas. You may say that they drop so many pine needles and are a mess, but let me tell you, let me tell you, that is why so many people put them in the metal pans with water to keep the tree in shock for 30 days. And they screw them in so the tree doesn't fall over. Not only do you get that fresh pine smell, but the tree is a part of nature. And you may say, well, duh. So I ask you, did you think about the fact that it provides your body grounding, mental clarity, a, a boost in immunity? Let's now take a turn towards hosting and the day or days of celebration. Many like the idea of having to clean as little as possible as they spend the day or days tirelessly cooking and prepping for the infamous day of celebration or days of celebration. This can lead to the convenience of single-use utensils placed in Tupperwares, no matter if it's paper or plastic. Huge waste. Huge. Huge. <laughs> but what about changing the way we clean to make it more convenient in the long run? Like, using papaya cotton reusable towels. Please sponsor me. Like, I'm really doing y'all justice. <coughs> Bozy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you in the basement. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, he needs to chill out though. His dad might be home. So by having papaya cotton reusable towels and filling up our dishwasher in loads, we can effectively reduce our levels of waste and use the dishes many mothers have only saved for special occasions. So pop those bad babies out and let's use some. Let's use the reusable metal silverware as we continue on the holidays saying no to plastics. As I've stated in episodes before, so I won't go all gung-ho on this topic, plastics can secrete PFAS, which is a chemical substance that is harmful on ourselves, on the environment, and by throwing stuff in the dishwasher and using better soaps, we can make cleaning up less of a hassle for us. And more work to be done by our appliances, peeps. The last category I want to mention before I wrap up this episode is gift giving. Now, I'm just going to briefly touch on this because we will discuss more about gift giving in the next week's episode. So, homemade goods are so much better and obviously show a little bit more personalization than buying goods from the grocery store. They also don't, more than likely, especially if they're made by me or my friends, don't include all of those nasty ingredients that make you feel lethargic and tired and you don't know when to stop eating, okay? But like I said, more to come with next week's episode. So I hope that today's episode brought you a new perspective that you may not have had before and a newfound respect for nature as it plays a pivotal role in our overall quality of life. Once again, I am your host, Gabrielle Brown, and stay tuned each week as we drop a new episode every Thursday. Feel free to share on your social media as you listen to these episodes so I can connect with you and see how it is truly making a difference in your life and the community. By leaving a review, you can help others find this platform that could be exactly what they have been searching for. Have a wonderful rest of your week and weekend.